Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, it's a lot of... It's a lot of Monday here. I literally, just a moment ago, I went online to try and find out, do we got anything for Raw here tonight? Can anybody help me out? I got two things that I found on WWE.com. I'm not sure if they announced more last week, but last week, of course, the third hour of Raw. All-time record low, under 1.5 million viewers for that third hour of Raw. I thought, man, what do they have for this week? I don't even know. And according to WWE.com, what I was able to find is that Drew McIntyre... It's going to be on a moment of bliss. And we have one match. Jeff Hardy, Matt Riddle, and Elias are going to be in a second chance triple thread match. With the winner ending up on the Raw Survivor Series team. So apparently they have so many, or they have so few superstars on Raw that for all these qualifying matches, we're already going back to three people that have already been in a qualifying match and failed. They're getting a second chance. One of them is going to end up on the Survivor Series team. I mean, there's a million questions. Like, if you're running Raw and you feel like one of these men should be on the Survivor Series team, so you're going to give them all a second chance, why not just put them on the team? What are we doing qualifying matches for? But anyway, whatever. That's what I know so far about Monday Night Raw tonight. Now, if you missed yesterday's show, a lot of stuff went on this weekend, including the AW Full Gear pay-per-view. Rave reviews for this pay-per-view. What did you think about it? We'll take more of your feedback on the show today. Text messages, 425-780-7566. Maybe we'll take some phone calls later on today. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com, at Brian Alvarez. Those are really the big stories. Raw tonight and a lineup for this coming Wednesday's AEW television show. They're coming off a pay-per-view. We have more matches for AEW Wednesday than Raw does tonight. And yes, WWE has done a number of releases, and we'll get into that after the break, including someone who had been with the company in one form or another since 1983. Back in a moment, Observer Live. We say big 
money with our progressive home and auto bundle and use the cash to take a family vacation. To Hawaii. Who's up for a luau? Yay! This is not a real testimonial. Sure, customers can save big money with Progressive, but not enough to go to Hawaii. They'll probably use it for things like the mortgage and groceries, or even a travel magazine, so at least they can see pictures of Hawaii. Aloha! (laughs) Yes, say hello to those beautiful Hawaiian beaches in that magazine. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Advance is helping you get your engine ready for the road this holiday season with the right oil, the right filter, at the right price every day. Get five quarts of full synthetic Mobile One, Valvoline, Castrol Edge, or Pennzoil Platinum with the Mobile One oil filter for just $33.99. Plus, this holiday season, get a $25 NBA Store gift card and two times speed perks points instantly with the purchase of five quarts of Mobile One. Advance your auto at Advance Auto Parts and participating CarQuest locations. See store for details. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499-800-516-2499-800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I got people totally baffled during the break about this match here tonight. We had a guitar on the pole match last week. Jeff Hardy won. Elias lost. I think Riddle lost last week. Now the three of them are in a second-chance match to qualify for the WWE Raw Survivor Series team. Don't look at me, dude. Wins and losses do not matter in this company. It's just, let's do some stuff, make some matches, and away we go. I want to start with this year today. WWE can confirm... Well, I shouldn't say that. We can confirm that WWE released Tony Chimmel, one of around a dozen individuals that have been let go recently. He had been with the company in one form or another since 1983. 
I believe he became a full-time ring announcer around 1991. I was seven years old when Tony Chimmel began doing work for WWE. Now he has been released in the middle of a pandemic. As noted, about a dozen individuals released over the last couple of days. And, I mean, the story here is obvious, besides the fact that they're releasing people in the middle of a pandemic. Story is that they ain't going back to live events anytime soon. Everybody that they released in one form or another worked on the live event side, whether it was within merchandising or ring announcing or whatever. So obviously they're here in the in the Thunderdome. They got to get out of the Thunderdome by early December, move into a new Thunderdome. But it does appear this is not confirmed. WWE has not confirmed this. This is merely my speculation. It has been my speculation, by the way, for months now that even when this pandemic is over, WWE's road schedule is going to be drastically reduced. I'm not saying there will never be house shows again, but I would not be surprised if it was largely just Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and pay-per-views, an occasional house show at a Madison Square Garden or something like that. But I'm pretty confident that the days of Four days a week on the road if you're on Raw. Four days a week on the road if you're SmackDown. Dude, I think that's over. I think that's history. Things can change. It might be history now. and They'll bring it back down the road if the company catches fire. Who even knows? But the fact that they gutted the live event department right here tells me that right now the feeling is, that's it. We're a television company now. So, sucks for Tony Chimmel. Hopefully they paid him a lot of money over the years and... And he'll be all right. But there you go. Yeah, it always sucks to see somebody lose their job, especially somebody that's been around for that long. And WWE has a lot of people under their employ. And they have a lot of people that aren't really doing a whole lot right now under the circumstances and may not do a whole lot because of the circumstances of the future. But with that said, I've never been in that type of corporate management position to have that much money, you know, to 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 lay somebody off during a pandemic at this time. I don't know. I guess you go, well, is there a good time? But uh, when you release record profits like this and everything that's going on, you know, I again, I'm not in their pockets, but you just kind of like it's one of those things where it's like, man, just for that guy's sake and just because, you know, you put yourself in that position, at least I do, because I'm closer to somebody like that than I am in the realm of the the Vince McMahon boardroom world uh, with all those zeros in my bank account. So, like, anytime something like this happens, you just, man, you wish you could have let him hold on for as long as you possibly could. And, you know, you talk about what it could be like once they do actually come back and they have a lot of guys there if they, you know, depending in who knows what house shows will look like when they come back as well, too. It's it's going to be a really this this is where this era are going to look back on in a lot of different ways. And there is going to be a lot of think tanks and, and a lot of that gets written about all of this time in every aspect of life. But professional wrestling, for sure, is going to be one of those things, because we may have seen the biggest shift in, in all of pro wrestling, you know, and, and its structure uh, ever, you know, honestly, ever, as far as always being the, the touring carny thing. And, you know, yeah, it's been a TV product for a long time. And the TV product obviously, you know, became the big monster, but house shows were always important for merch and all that sort of stuff. And now we're seeing merch sold directly to you on Twitch and directly to you in other ways. So, yeah, I mean, house shows when they, 
if and when they come back, it's going to be fascinating to see actually what what this whole thing looks like. So this coming Wednesday, we got the post-full gear edition of Dynamite. And this is the lineup thus far. We have MGF and Wardlow officially inducted into the inner circle. And, of course, unless everybody is still in storyline injured, and quite frankly, Sammy Guevara should be. I'm not sure about Santana and Ortiz. We'll find out if there is blowback. I mean, the storyline may be that Sammy Guevara is injured. He can't be there. He didn't want MGF in the inner circle. Ortiz didn't want him in the inner circle, but Ortiz and Santana, they were both beaten up on the Hardy compound. So we'll find out if they can make it there. Maybe MJF will be inducted without their say because they weren't there. And away we go with the issues the following week. We'll find out. We have Cody Rhodes, his first appearance since losing the TNT title to Darby Allen. We'll find out what he has to say. We have Penta L0M versus Ray Phoenix rematch from the world title eliminator tournament when they were just having the best match and then Ray Phoenix fell on his head and it was all downhill from there so hopefully that doesn't happen again and the natural nightmares are facing the butcher and the blade in a bunkhouse match and Ty Conti will be facing red velvet man that's a lineup they missed an opportunity for QT Marshall, and I don't know if he could pull it off. Maybe he'd need Dustin to pull it off for him to bring out the credit card bills, the diner's club bill, just like Dusty did when, when Baby Doll ran off on his horse. And because she was a woman of ample size, at least in Dusty's eyes, made Floyd sway back. Floyd was the name of the horse. But then she took his diner's club card and went to Hawaii and spent $4,035 on assorted men and booze. Those were the words of the American Dream Dusty Rhodes talking about Baby Doll. They missed this opportunity with Bunny. QT just stands there and gets his wallet thrown in his face. They missed an opportunity to call back to that since I can't figure out any other reason QT just stood there and let Bunny use all of his money anyway. A couple of other notes. We have a brand new, a first ever BTE champion. And his name is Trent. So for those of you writing your title histories, apparently he is the first ever champion. Uh-huh. We've also I think this got this would be as big as the DDT Ironman championship. It could be bigger. Who knows? There's a lot of people watching BTE, dude. It probably actually is bigger right now in terms of pure viewership. But we'll How see. How many uh, title reigns do you think Dave will get? Zero. Me, on the other hand. Well. Twin sons of Devon Dudley will be making their AEW debut Tuesday. Terrell and Terrence Hughes will be facing Serpentico and Luther as part of the nine-match Tuesday card on YouTube. Nine matches. Very low. They're 25 years old, turned pro in 2015. We'll also have Jurassic Express versus Sonny Kiss and Joey Janelle. This is... Joey's first match since he was pulled due to COVID-19 precautions several weeks ago. And the Lucha Brothers will be facing Ashton Starr and David Ali the night before they will face each other. So lots of big stuff coming up, everybody. That is the majority of the news right there, which means when we come back, it'll be time for your feedback. 425-780-7566 is the number. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com, at Brian Alvarez on Twitter, at SemperVV as well. And let's see what people are talking about here. Fella here says, is it safe to say 
that the FTR Young Bucks match was an O to tag team wrestling. Absolutely. That's the whole story of the match was an O to tag team wrestling. A little bit. All of the great teams of the 80s, 90s. According to the match, there were no great teams of the 2000s, but the 2010s, they found a few there. He says, I gave both the Revolution and Full Gear tag team matches a rewatch earlier today. He rewatched both of them. I also think, he says, FTR versus Young Bucks is a tad bit better match. It holds up so well that you remember most of the spots in that match, and you will for years to come. I cannot say that for the other match, although the other match was also brilliant. So, more feedback after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402. 877-360-0402. 
That's 877-360-0402. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. We'll get into that feedback here in a moment. But I didn't even mention, and I don't even know where my notes went here, but basically, uh, yesterday, I don't know the full story because, I mean, it's vague on Twitter as well, but apparently there was a stalker that went to Paige's house, and her boyfriend got a hold of the guy, and he held him in a hold, is all I was told, until the police showed up, and they arrested the guy, but holy smokes, what's going on here? Uh, complete madness. But that's the story. Those crazy. crazy people. Yeah, and there's, look, it's usually we only hear about it when it's something really bad happens. But uh, uh, it just, people forget about this when it comes to celebrities and, and anybody, you know, that there are crazy people out there. And just, it, uh, thankfully, that this situation was, you know, put to bed. But unfortunately, with too many of these types of situations, People that, you know, who are like this get slaps on the wrist and then they end up making it back out again and nah, no buys there. Maybe maybe a hold is uh, maybe needs to be held tighter. I see. This person here says, don't be surprised, Brian. They taped 16 matches last week for Dark, but they had a special Friday night edition of Dark and aired seven of them. That's why the rest of them will be airing on Tuesday and it seems like a a smaller card. So there you go. Person here says, I loved when the comedy shifted to absolute gruesome violence in the elite deletion. Yeah, that dome of depravity or whatever they call it. Once they got in there, that was the end of the comedy. It was time for two dudes to kill each other and for Matt Hardy to get his revenge. These are the things that I love about AEW. Some people didn't like that match. If you didn't like the match, fine. Who cares? But I do like that for what they did in the match, the whole idea was Matt is going to get his revenge for all of the things that Sammy did that nearly killed Matt Hardy. They had that incident where Sammy just freaked out and grabbed the chair and threw it at Matt and binged him right in the head and busted him open. They had the deal where they were climbing the ladder and fell off and missed the table and Matt Hardy hits the back of his head, he almost dies. So what do they do? They they basically redo all of that. Matt spears him out of the off the apron. Sammy goes down through the table, blood coming out of the back of his head. Matt Hardy gets a chair, he throws it, bing, right in the eyeball. Looks like he killed the poor guy, by the way. And then that was uh, basically it. So they 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 turned everything that happened into a storyline that led to the babyface getting revenge in the same way. Dude, I eat that stuff up. That's what I liked about it. They so, did. It was it was just a go. long way to get there, though, and there weren't that many new gags or anything like that. But it was like... With that said, I look at the time of it, and I know some people complained about it, but to be honest, again, my issue, as I said yesterday, was more of having MJF and Jericho and in in all the sales pitches during that show for the bubbly and everything after that match. But as the 25-minute buffer or whatever for people to come down after FTR and the Young Bucks and then to go to the main event, I thought it was, it was perfectly placed, and I understand the time. I just kind of wish there may have been more new stuff in it before we got to what I thought was the best, you know, again, like you mentioned, the key part of it, which was Matt Hardy turning all of this around on Sammy Guevara. As far as this, did you watch SmackDown yet? No. 
All weekend, I've had one thing after another come up, and I have not watched SmackDown yet, but I will watch it before the Filthy Tom show. I cannot promise I'm going to get through all of NJPW Strong, but I'll try. But it says, Ray and Corbin, for me, was a nightmare to get through. I can't wait for this one. The match went way too long. Corbin got the heat on poor Ray forever. Totally ruined the flow of the show for me. Well, that's what you're going to get in a Baron Corbin match. And I don't even blame Baron Corbin because, as I've said before, I think Baron Corbin is a fine worker. I would have a match with Baron Corbin, which is the highest praise I can give a wrestler. I mean, trust me, there's plenty of guys. I ain't having a match with him. But I'd have a match with Corbin. He's not a terrible wrestler. He's just put in a position. He's a he's put in a position to draw heat. And it's like they need more heat. But that's the position that he's in. And he goes in there. And he lays on the mat, and it's the wrong kind of heat. I want to turn the channel. I got so many emails on Friday about this corbin Ray Mysterio match. I've not seen it yet, but I can tell you factually that I was flooded with emails from people that were absolutely sick of this match, thought just Ray's down there selling forever. Heat, heat, heat. I got a bunch of those emails, so can't wait to see that one. I'll watch it this afternoon. What were the ratings for Smack? I have I it's on the DVR. I at some point I'll watch it, but I I didn't even with everything that was going on, and then this weekend with all the activity with New Japan and, and uh, AEW in the world. Anyway, what was the rating? Has it come out? And I know it's going to be scrambled because of everything that was going on, and there were I'm sure you know uh, preemptions in some places. But what was the rating for it? Well, the the show did very well. But I have not been going over SmackDown ratings because the overnight number, it's been weird. Like, for the first half of the year, whatever the overnight number was, the final number would be lower. Then it kind of switched where whatever the overnight number was, the actual number would be higher. So the number that comes out on Tuesday, which by Tuesday nobody cares about it, I mean, that's the actual important number. But I did talk last week about how the show did very well. This one, overnight... 2.209 million viewers, up 3.6% over last week. 18-34 demo, 0.4 rating. SmackDown, the highest-rated show among all network television in 18-34, to up 33.3% from last week. 0.65, And as we kind of talked about on the Observer Show the other day, the actual story of um, the SmackDown ratings this week, and again, we'll have the final number on Tuesday. It was all Sasha versus Bailey. The show started huge, and after that match, it collapsed off a cliff. So, I mean, as I've talked about, I mean, there's a few things on SmackDown that seem to really be grabbing people's attention. Roman Reigns, Jey Uso is one of them. The Mysterio family drama has been a big hit. And Sasha and Bailey, obviously. Now, a few weeks ago, it was before they had their Hell in a Cell match. They announced there was going to be a Sasha versus Bailey match for free on SmackDown. And that did not do very well. And I don't know all of the reasons why it didn't do very well, but I know that me personally, I mean, I zero chance that match was going to be a full match with a clean finish. That's what I thought going in. Because obviously, to me, it was going to be a setup for Hell in a Cell, and that's exactly what it was. Now, the difference is, after Hell in a Cell, they told the story that Sasha can never retain her title. She always loses it on, like, her first title defense. 
And so when they announced that they were going to do the rematch on SmackDown for free for the title, that to me was a hook. Because, well, she always loses on her first defense. Is she actually going to win for the first time? Is Bailey going to beat her on SmackDown? What's going to happen? And apparently, everybody else thought that as well. Because they tuned in in gigantic numbers to see that match. And by the way, while I have not seen the show, I heard the match was very good. And Sasha retained. And everybody watched it. And then they turned the show off. Now, the question that I have is they built this feud up for years. And they teased breaking them up. And they teased breaking them up. And they never did. And finally, when they were at their peak as a tag team, they broke them up. And of course, there were all of these wild booking ideas like, you know, maybe Bailey will be drafted to Raw and Sasha will stay on SmackDown and then Sasha will have to win the Rumble so then she can get her title match against Bailey. At Everyone's thinking of all of these ideas to stretch this feud out to WrestleMania. All I know is they rushed to a Hell in a Cell match. They rushed into the rematch on Friday, and when the match is over, out comes Carmella, who apparently is the new challenger. Are you seriously telling me that we have rushed through and finished off the Sasha Bailey feud so that we can move on to Sasha versus Carmella? You've got to be kidding me. I guess we'll see. Uh... I've been hoping for, you know, after what comes next for Bailey and Sasha, that Bailey will get uh, uh, Bianca Blair. And uh, I, that would be, I'll take that. And, and I'll have to divert my attention away from the title match then. But if we get that, I'll be okay. I'll actually be, I'll be whole with that because at least it will continue to be a third thing I will care, I'll care about now. If they don't do that, I don't know exactly what they'll do, but hopefully it's hopefully it's on par. I just I see Bianca over there and I just like, you know, at some point they're going to have to do something. Uh, she's uh, and I'd like to see that kind of happen now in the beginnings of that with her and Bailey, I think would be the perfect transition to get her kind of in the mix hot and heavy. I will say that I've seen a few Carmella matches over the last year. That were fine. But in 2018, I believe it was 2018, when she won that SmackDown title, this led to the worst string of women's matches to the point, if you listen to the Filthy Tom Lawler show, I mean, I flat out said, if I see one more Carmella main event on SmackDown, I'm quitting. I'm done with this show. That's how bad it was. And it takes a lot for me to decide I'm going to quit reviewing the only show that we review on the Filthy Tom Lawler show. Because at that point, they didn't even have New Japan Strong. It was appalling. Now, granted, over the last couple of years, as I noted, she had a few matches where I was expecting a horror and ended up fine. Right, maybe she's improved a lot. And Sasha is awesome. So maybe her and Sasha are going to have some great matches. But dude, I cannot handle another run of wretched Carmella matches closing SmackDown. I, I will not stand for it. I don't, I, you know, I don't even have any smoke weather that way. It's just with all the Well, other hold that thought are... then, Mike. Oh, really? And we'll be right back. Observer Live.
Javier's auto body is colliding with a shortage of licensed techs. That 2017 is waiting on a clear coat. That 09 needs its left rear sanded, pounded, and painted. And the guy over there is waiting on an estimate. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Right now, the Home Depot is home of smart home gifts for smart home gift givers, like the Google Nest Video Doorbell, the Google Nest Hub, or Google Nest Mini in both charcoal and chalk. Plus, right now, get free two-day shipping on any smart home gift purchases over 45 bucks. The top names in smart home at the best name in home improvement. That's smart gift giving. Improved. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only. See store for details. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. No, I'm not taking calls today. No, can't do it. Had enough of them yesterday, but I got a million text messages here, so let's begin. 425-780-7566 if you'd like to to get your thoughts in. Did you see this person said Matt Jackson on BTE confirmed everything you said about his knee injury? No, I did not see that, but he should confirm it because it's all true. People on Twitter, this person says, coming at Rebby Hardy for allowing the spot with Sammy, busting the back of his head open after how big of and a real deal the Matt Hardy injury. 
Why are they going after Rebby? Can you dorks get a life? Get out of here. Get off Twitter. Go do something else, you dorks. Nerds. Not sure if people have told you to check out Yuka Sakazaki versus Mizuki from <laughs> Wrestle Princess. I have actually had nobody tell me to watch that match yet. So I say Brian doesn't exactly live in that uh, that realm there, but it's a bit of an opposite of Sasha and Bailey, where Sakazaki and Mizuki are still partners but refuse to actually turn on each other. And the entire story is Mizuki becoming the princess champion, which Yuka currently holds. And despite all of that, both still remain friends. Well, you're not going to get that kind of booking in WWE. Maybe and, AEW. And don't, and don't compare DDT and Tokyo Joshi Pro or anybody else's booking to uh, WWE. It's never a good idea to do that. You don't end up looking good. This person here says, imagine trying to watch Raw after a great show like Full Gear. Mind-boggling that people think both are pro wrestling. Well, we got to give Raw a chance. Maybe Raw's going to be great. I would bet you maybe like a million dollars that there's no way that Raw's going to be better than Full Gear. But Full Gear was a, an excellent pay-per-view. with some of the greatest matches I ever saw. Raw's just Raw. It's not supposed to be like that. The fair comparison would be Full Gear and the upcoming SmackDown show, or Survivor Series. I don't think Survivor Series will be as good as Full Gear, but you know what? I give everything a chance. And yes, well, I mean, as far as pro wrestling goes, WWE won't even call itself pro wrestling. It's sports entertainment. So, no hardcore WWE fan, no Twitter weirdo that loves WWE should even argue that one of these is pro wrestling and one of them is not. AEW calls itself pro wrestling. WWE calls itself sports entertainment. It's not supposed to be pro wrestling. And it's not. It's whatever sports entertainment is. Could they be pro wrestling? Absolutely. NXT is pro wrestling. But the main roster WWE is just whatever this sports entertainment is. Are there any videos on F4W Online with Craig? Or all of them just Brian matches? Dude, I brought a box of little tapes. These are these are the old school, uh, whatever millimeter. They're the size of of your phone. The little super eights, not super eight, you geek. But anyway, what? I brought them all over. <laughs> they're all being converted. Not all of them, but they're converting some of them. So if you watch twitch.tv slash F4W video, you are going to see at some point some new videos. I got stuff from. The YWF, Tim Flowers. Your honeymoon night. How dare you? I got all sorts of great matches that are going to show up. In fact, as I noted on another podcast, I mean, actually it was with Vinny, because Vinny was there. The first match, actually it's not even the first match, but one of the first matches that I have on tape is from 1990. My buddy Chris Kelly and I, we did a wrestling match at, I think it was like 8th grade or ninth grade. I can't Sorry. remember what year it was, but it was at an assembly. 15 I don't, years I don't old. even know what the assembly was. It was like, it might have been like a variety show or something, Town but everybody's, everybody's watching the assembly. And all of a sudden, this crazy metal music hits, and Chris and I ran out on the gymnastics mats, and we just start beating the hell out of each other. We had kendo sticks and chairs. I don't even know where we got the idea for kendo sticks in 1990. 1990? But, dude, they're in the video. And we had this match. We're suplexing each other all over the place. I think he pinned me, if I recall correctly. But, yes, I've been doing this for a long time. 
Who was buying? So it was not the, always good, but who was buying the non pro wrestling illustrated after magazines that would focus on Puerto Rico and have like pictures of Chicky Star and Mister? I don't Pogo know. I mean, bleeding. maybe there was a kendo stick back there for something at the assembly. Maybe somebody was. I don't even know what you. What do you use? A, I guess it's for kendo. For well, I mean, at, at a talent show, wouldn't you be doing the whole stick twirling routine or something like that? I don't know. The only thing I know kendo sticks for for beating people in the head and whatnot with them. So I, I don't know what you actually use a proper kendo stick for. It looks like Craig says he's sending Tony some VHS early matches with me and Craig. Oh, my God. One of those would be, dude. <laughs> we... I just hope there's, like, at some point it, like, flashes and it's, like, old cartoons and, like, headbangers ball and whatnot. <laughs> this person wants to know how tall I was in middle school. I was exactly as tall as I am right now. I, I, I like, at about 13 years old, I, I hit five, six and a half, and I just stopped. You peaked. I've been there forever. I have no, I have zero videotapes of me, and I started taping matches and everything like that in, like, the seventh or eighth grade. I have zero where I was any shorter than, I was much skinnier. I got my first license. I was 116 pounds on my license. Gee, man, flyweight there. But anyway, Craig and I would go back, and actually the first, I first this is a hundred pounds at twelve. If I can recall correctly, I had, I had a bunch of early matches with this guy named Nick, and he was a big fan of of I think it was Ricky Steamboat. It was Ricky Steamboat and somebody else. I can't remember the match, but he went through and he wrote down every move word for word, and then he made me memorize the match. I can't remember if I was Steamboat or whoever I was, but it was like memorized from start to finish. And we would go in there, these were on Tim Flower shows, and we would just do the match move for move. And we didn't know what we were doing. All we knew was how to copy matches. And then I was like, okay, well, I guess that's how you do matches. And so, which was weird because we didn't choreograph anything in the YWF. But I was self-taught in the YWF. So we would just go out there and we'd do all this crazy stuff. And then when I started to work out in a ring... It was Matt Farmer and Nick, and Nick would make me memorize these matches. And so he'd been doing it longer than me, or he'd been in a ring longer than me, so I thought he knew what he was doing. And he did, but, I mean, we still, he wanted me to memorize these matches. And then I started saying, well, I'm going to wrestle Craig. Let's go watch Shawn Michaels versus Vader. You'll be Vader. And we memorized the match from start to finish, and then we went around and we did that match everywhere. And suffice to say, the Shawn Michaels-Vader matches were a lot better. The ones that me and Craig recreated. But there's a lot of stuff out there. Sometimes, so one of these days, you Twitch homies will see these matches. But I don't think it's going to be imminent. Now, did, did Craig wash his gear, or did he go full Vader? Bro, he didn't have gear. He wore a t-shirt and That's jean what I'm saying. shorts. Did he just pick up the one from in the corner and just... <laughs> I'm sure he had plenty of t-shirts and plenty of that of extra long headlock for a while. Like... <laughs> he was like a cross between Vader and Raven. Yeah, you heard me. Did he come out to Man in a Box? What was what he was Craig's theme music? I'm sure he came out of something Pearl or some Pearl Jam. Uh, not Allison Chains. Come on, what, Simp. What did you have? You dork. You're still using Cal- California oh, yeah, I'm a dork, Love. I had right. that from day one. You just told that story, from and I'm day a dork. one. Uh, did you get booed off stage too? Did you get a participation? You kidding me? For I was. I never got one participation trophy in my life. I had to work for everything. I had to gig myself to win the tag team titles. When was the first time you gigged yourself? That match. Actually, no, it wasn't. Was it have to be? Is this interview Brian Alvarez Day? Sure. I'll tell you the first time I gigged myself. 
So first off, I will never forget WrestleMania 7, I believe it was. As I say, I'll never forget. But it was whatever the show was where Hulk Hogan faced Sergeant Slaughter. Pretty sure it was WrestleMania 7 because they were getting the title back on Hogan after the Warrior thing failed and Slaughter had beaten Warrior after Savage hit him with a scepter, which set up the retirement match at WrestleMania 7, and also Hulk Hogan versus Sergeant Slaughter. Look at my memory. So anyway, Slaughter, he like hits Hogan with a chair or whatever, and Hogan goes down and goes like this. He comes up bleeding. I was like, what? <laughs> what just happened? I watched it again. Hogan gets hit with a chair, he goes down, he goes like this. Comes up bleeding. I couldn't figure out what was going on. I was like, okay, so he goes like that and starts bleeding. What could it what could he have done? I thought, is it was it a red marker? Well, no, if I go like that with a red marker, I just make a line. Couldn't have been a red marker. I figured out, you know what? You know what it is? It's food coloring. Because if you ever saw one of those little tiny squeeze vials of food coloring, clearly he had a vial of food coloring, and he went like that, and the food coloring, it's liquid, so he gets bloody. So we're doing our YWF matches. I got all these little bottles of food coloring, going like this all the time, bleeding everywhere. You ever, you ever put food coloring on yourself? Yeah, you walk around like that like you're Oscar for a week because it doesn't wash out. So later, a couple of years later, I found out it's not food coloring. It's a razor blade. But I didn't know how. I didn't know what kind of razor blade it was. So young idiot Brian went to the hardware store and I bought a big old razor blade. Like, you know, put, put two of your thumbs together and that's the size of this razor blade, like an exacto knife. Oh, my God. And so we did a match at Cascade Elite. And I think it was for an overnighter. So there's, like, children watching. And I, I, the spring floor, like the carpet on top of it, there's Velcro to put all the carpet together. So I, I tore open the Velcro. I slid that little exacto knife in. I put the carpet back down. I put a tape mark there so I knew where it was. Me and Chris are wrestling. We're doing whatever. I go down. I pull open that carpet. I grab this X-Acto knife. And with a freaking X-Acto knife, I went <laughs> right across my head. It sounded like cutting cardboard, if you mm. want to know. Mm -hmm. Never did it again, with an X-Acto knife at least. I learned my lesson. But then, years later, when I was wrestling Buddy, I found out what a blade really was. And it ain't an X-Acto knife! An actual blade is very, very thin and small, and it's more like giving yourself a paper cut. It's not like slicing yourself from ear to ear. You take one of these. You take an actual one, and then you break it. Well, you cut it. It's one of the you ways. You cut off well, the yes, corner of it, and it, then, yes. yes. So anyway, those were the two times that I bladed. One, like a complete idiot who didn't know what he was doing. And the other time, like a complete idiot who didn't know what he was doing. But the other guy thought that I knew what I was doing. And so not only did I incorrectly cut myself multiple times, but I chopped him... With a hand with blades all over it, sliced up his chest six ways from Sunday. Carry Von Eric. We had a roadmap on his chest and on my head. Oh. Someday you'll all see these matches, everybody, but they got to be converted first. Oh. So anyway, that was Brian Observer Live. We can move on now.
You ever stop for a second and think about how bad that exacto one could have been? Bro, everything we did could have been bad. Dude, how did we had another day? I don't know what I've been watching, but it was like, we decided we're going to go through some tables. But we didn't have any tables. So what I did was we went to the hardware store, and I got three just big panels of wood, okay? So the idea was, we had all these spotting blocks, and I put a spotting block down with a piece of wood over it. I stacked another spotting, two spotting blocks on top, piece of wood over it, and then a third and wood on the top. So this contraption, I swear to God, is like, you know, eight feet tall or whatever. And he was going to powerbomb me off three more spotting blocks through three panels of wood. You want to know what happened? I'll tell you after the break. Observer Live. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health 
health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts, and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. So very quickly, before we run out of time, a gymnastic spotting block is about three feet by three feet by three feet. Big square block. So we put down two of these and then like a one-inch pine board over the top. Then we stack two more and put a one-inch pine board over the top. Then we stack two more and put a one-inch pine board on the top. So three stories, legit nine feet high. Chris, the psycho, stacks three more blocks up because we're going to go up top and he's going to lift me up and he's going to powerbomb me. Boom, 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 through all three of these boards to the gymnastics floor so we're doing this match we get it all set up he climbs up there he gets me up and i knew at the time the gimmick that the tables break your fall so even though i'm falling from nine feet it was like nah that'll break my fall so he goes up there and he picks me up and i'm looking around and like my life is flashing before my eyes but i got faith and he power bombs me bam 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 through all three The moment I hit the mat, I didn't feel a thing. Because, in fact, they all broke my fall. I was like, yeah. And then all of a sudden, bam, 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 bam. Six pieces of wood fall on me like a cartoon. Like when the Wile E. Coyote falls off the cliff and then the rock falls on him. I didn't think about the fact that you go through the boards and then the boards have to fall somewhere and they fell on me. That was the last time I did that spot. Well, I hope you enjoyed the show, everybody. It'll never be like this again. I can't repeat my stories. So enjoy it. Someday maybe they'll be on this twitch.tv slash F4W video. We can only hope. But anyway, thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, everybody in the studio. We'll talk to you again next time. Wrestling Observer Live. Wrestling Observer Live.